Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest and co-creator, Cami. Welcome back. Thank you, Bryant. Uh, so we have had a nice kick uh, last episode. Really enjoyed talking about Lakshmi, a Hindu goddess um, featured in the Bhagavad Gita, an epic tale. Thank you for your wonderful story on that. And we're, we're going to continue the Hindu tradition here with another story, another famous um, person from Hindu mythology. Um, not necessarily from the Bhagavad Gita, though, although he's featured in it. But uh, we're going to talk about uh, Karna, who, uh, total badass, very awesome demigod dude, uh, featured in the Mahabharata, which is like the prequel to the Bhagavad Gita. So listen to our last episode if you can. We talked a lot about that, the sources, kind of the setup. There's a lot to unpack uh, in these stories. And so what we're going to do, as we always do, Kami has a story about Karna um, from the Mahabharata, I believe, right? I, I don't think there's like anything else you could do it from, really. Yeah, I if he was mentioned in any of the others, I didn't find like enough it, it, to like is, write on. Okay, spoilers, 3,000-year-old or more than that, text, uh, he does die in the Mahabharata. So that's probably why he didn't you follow ruined up in it, a lot of others. Brian, I'm sorry. You ruined the... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, yeah, you, you really wouldn't see him in a lot else. But Cammy's got a story for us, and then I'll talk a little bit more about who uh, Karna was and some of the sources that discuss him, like the Mahabharata. Mahabharata. We're, we're trying, Cammy. We're getting it, right? <laughs> So, uh, as always, um, Cami, please regale us with your story. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I did use the Mahabharata, and um, I guess I'll just start. Kuni, queen of Kuru, found herself pregnant by the sun god, and unsure of what her parents would do if she had a child, sent her ba- baby down the Ganges in a basket, so he might find a loving family to belong. And that he did. Karna was plucked from the river by a charioteer and raised to be a great archer and warrior, and it was not long before the boy was ready to prove himself in battle. Not knowing his true lineage, Karna fought on the side of the Karavas against his own family line. He showed great bravery in the battle against his brothers, and his loyalty to the cause was unmatched from the other warriors. After 17 days, both sides were weary, and Lord Krishna appeared to Karna's long-lost brother as his charioteer. He told the man of Karna's lot and convinced him that though he would be striking his brother with death, he would be doing it for the good of the world. So the man reached for his bow and aimed, immobilizing the chariot, and then as Karna tried to free his buggy, his brother rained arrows that shielded his father from the sight of his own son falling. And as the arrows stopped, the man who was left revealed himself to his brothers. He had fought so valiantly against and voiced regret for his choices, and then he pleaded with his family to show peace to his children and his wife. And so, to honor their dying brother's words, they granted his request and he ascended to sit with his father in the heavens, where he too found peace. So, Cammie, how how can I tell that this was written by a woman from South Carolina? I'll tell you how. It's because she calls a chariot a buggy. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, I almost lost it. I, I, so here's the thing. Like, I, there, there are not a whole lot of words that you can use to describe sure, a chariot. Yeah. So, like, would trolley have been better? Like, I don't know what would have been better. It would have been fine. <laughs> uh, it, it, but I used it like three true, times in a true, row. True. That's what I was I trying to it. get away from. I feel it. His horse-drawn 
vehicle of slaughter. Yeah. Yeah, what do you call that thing in a grocery cart? A buggy. What do you call that thing that uh, Hammurabi <laughs> rode to, to fight Sumerians? A buggy. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, well, uh, very great story. That is that is Karnan in a nutshell. Um, and he, he is. He's a demigod. He was born from uh, the sun god Surya and uh, uh, Kunti, a princess of the Kuru kingdom. Surya, getting a lot of Zeus vibes from you, bud. So Kunti couldn't, she couldn't keep this kid. She was a teenager. It was premarital, uh, extraterrestrial. <laughs> she couldn't. She couldn't go through with it. So she abandoned him, Moses him down the Ganges River, and uh, a, a charity, a charioteer, or a buggy ear, and a poet um, picked him up, raised him, and he grew up to be a skilled warrior because of it. Um, he he's known for his strength. He's known for he's very Herculean. He very very much so to me seems like a Hercules character. Uh, a lot of like descriptions about him really focus on um his allegiance his uh ability to like talk to people um loyalty so the conflict that he died in um is is really important because it's the uh kuru hold on let me see the kuru the kurukshetra war which took place in kuruk so this was a dynastic struggle between two groups of cousins essentially the karavas and the pandavas um, for a specific throne. So these were all relatives, um, very much like royalty, you know, you'd expect them. But this, uh, what's cool is this war, um, and it took up a quarter of the text, the, the, the Sanskrit, the ancient poem, the Mahabharata, um, but it took, it took up like a fourth of that. So it was, it was a really important, um, battle and, and it, it's where we feature a lot of this and then leads directly into the Bhagavad Gita, which we talked about last episode, but that's um, a, a collection of poems written in Sanskrit, which describe people like Lakshmi. It's very important for studying uh, ancient um, Hindu, ancient uh, Indus Valley, all that. It's, it's, it's a huge piece of work and it's very important. Um, I did mention the Bhagavad Gita was written around, the, they believe the first to second century common era. This could be as old as, 3000 BC could be like a lot sooner. Definitely had some revisions. That's older than Moses, right? I believe so. Yeah. When was Moses around? I think was, that was around no the same idea. time. But anyway, more about Karn. I'll talk about the Mahabharata in a minute. Um, he, so he, he I, I didn't actually realize this, um, but from your tale. So I guess he didn't know of his divine lineage entirely because you said he wasn't aware that he was fighting his own like family because he, he was killed. Yeah. Go ahead. The time, so he, there's more to the story right. after he dies. It's not like yes. he just dies yeah, and then that's a, it. And his curse does linger, uh, like into the afterlife, which is interesting. But he, um, yeah, it, from what I read, they he didn't, or from what I understood, from what I read, he didn't know at first that he was fighting sure. them. I think he does realize it, and then he reveals okay, it. Yeah. yeah, he was killed by his half brother Arjuna, who's a very important um, character in all of these. Uh, he's an important figure. Uh, he, he's also known as like the greatest archer, and Karna is said to be of equal skill to him. And so, um, but Arjuna, yeah, he's able to stop his chariot and then um, take him down after that. So, um, he, so he, Karna though, uh, he's he's really known for like having flaws. Um, he, he remains loyal though to to the um, Karanas uh, or the Pandavas. Uh, despite, I mean, I guess learning that they're his family and things like that. Um, he also like the, the texts talk about him sticking by, uh, uh, I believe it's Duryodhana, um, 
Uh, he chose to honor his friendship and alliance with Duryodhana, staying on the side of the Karavas. Okay, so he's on the side of the Karavas. There we go. Sorry about that. So yeah, he, his his loyalty and his um, like just his sense of justice are, are uh, compromised when he that's when he learns the true identity um, as a he's a Pandava and his connection to Lord Krishna. And so, but he he's like, nope, I'm here. This doesn't you know. Yes, I'm blood related to them, but you're my family. Get in my buggy. Let's go. So, um, uh, it's really cool too. He has like, uh, so yeah, he, he's raised by this charioteer. Um, he possesses a divine bow, the V, V Jaya bow, um, he, which he obtained after pleasing Lord Shiva. Um, so he's, he's definitely like, again, I get a lot of Herculean vibes, um, from this where he's, he's around the mortals more in a way than he is like the, um, the, the gods and he's not perfect 100 percent. yeah yeah he, he is the i don't know if the text really says it but he is definitely like a demigod when you look him up and things like that so um so yeah he gets stuck he dies um but he was praised as someone uh, virtuous uh generous he, he's very much a tragic hero uh sacrifice uh he resembles sacrifice valor unwavering loyalty very well like done character i think um very inspiring uh so the, the, the Pandavas, the, the group that he was fighting, the group that he was sort of a part of, just a quick thing about them. There's a group of five brothers that are central to this. They're the sons of Pandu, the king of the throne that this whole war, the Kurukshetra war, is going on about. Um, uh, his two wives are Kunti and Madri. Oh, so he's fighting the the sons, his half-brothers. Mm-hmm. His mom's on that side. Wow. Wild. So he, I was he born first. That would make him probably like the king or whatever. Yeah, but right? I'm getting but because died. of because of only being his dad's being the sun god Sunti. Uh, I think that comes to problem. I mean, that's he's got he's his <laughs> throne is the sun, not uh, the Hast, the Hastinapura throne, which is what his his uh, the the Pura, the Pandavas were fighting for. So um, yeah, they're they're really big. Uh, that, that's that's who the the Pandavas are. These five brothers. Um, Arjuna is being one of them. He's the third brother, uh, and he's considered the greatest archer. Um, he's particularly important in the Bhagavad Gita. He's a very much so central character. So, um, Karna dies. Uh, I, I try to kind of like figure out what date. So, like the the date of all these battles and things like that, they do put at around like thirty one hundred BCE. So um, they believe just based off of celestial events that are referenced all these sorts of things they kind of pinpoint this doesn't mean that the tale was written in this time um think think again like homer and the odyssey and things like that but uh they believe that it took place around 31 39 bce based on these things so um it's hard to see exactly when though and again as far as like the historicity of the mahabharata goes it it's went through a lot of changes it looks like or and additions um like any any dude who knew sanskrit seems like he added something to it uh, around like the um c- coming up closer centuries closer to the common era so uh really enjoy um reading about him uh you you can also find him in the uh epic i think we mentioned this in the last episode too the the ramayana um he's in but the mahabharata is is definitely the the most important detail um the ramayana uh, it's it's a epic poem that mentions karna um he's less significant he's really just uh portrayed as a skilled warrior who helps rama in his battle against ravana i believe ravana is like a demon lord and rama is fighting him so um he's like yeah let me get my bro karna get on down here in his buggy 
the Piranus is another text um, that he has. Uh, that I know we talked about. This is another uh, collection of Hindu scriptures that just kind of contains stories about Karn. If I remember right from the Lakshmi episode as well. Yeah, this is just a collection of a little bit more on the religious side. But again, these are just, these are old tales. You know, you could say that they're religious maybe in the same way that the Greeks held the Iliad uh, or um, the Odyssey and the Iliad as religious texts. You know, it was, they were fun stories, uh, it, dramatic stories that taught them about history and why the world is the way it is. So, uh, yeah. Oh, and then also there's a, um, a collection called the Mahabharata Commentaries. Uh, Wikipedia says that these provide exegesis on the epic and offer insight into Karna's character. So I'm guessing that was like a people post it, analyzing it, but also are like ancient um, texts. So, yeah, uh, as far as uh, I, I wanted to find a little bit more how old the Mahabharata is, uh, most um, scholars believe it was be- compiled in the, cr- the form that we have between the 3rd and, uh, century BCE and the 3rd century CE. It probably reached its final form by the early Gupta period, which is the 4th century CE. So, these tales are probably a lot older than that. These events that they could have been based on um, are older, obviously, but the way it's compiled, the way we have it, is that, again, I'll, I'll make the analogy to Homer. You know, he wrote the Odyssey, um, they think, uh, oh god, I might, what, like 800 BC, isn't that right? Or maybe even later than that. I might, I might have my dates all squared or screwed up in my head. But what Homer was writing on in, you know, about the adventures of Odyssey, of Odysseus in the Odyssey and things like that, these stories were way older, you know. Um, so that's what this is. These characters, Karna, might be representing someone who's, who's you know, thousands of years old at the time of the, the, the Sanskrit dude was nailing it down uh, the way he was. So I think it was in ink, though. I don't think he had a nail. But um, <laughs> so... Uh, that's that's all I've got really. Karna, uh, super awesome badass. I you know I I think of there 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 would be these like funny gifts on Reddit of these Bollywood films, and it would be some crazy stuff. Like I there's this one, this guy, uh, he, he gets like a palm tree. He like brings it down. Him and his buddies like jump on it, and then he like has like and then he like lets or cuts a rope or something like that, and then they they use it to like catapult themselves over these walls and stuff. And you're just like, oh man, that's wild, that's crazy. And then I read these stories, and I'm like, actually, it's not. I think I could see this. So I I I didn't look <laughs> to see if there was like any popular. I I wonder if I I I'm curious if these texts are too like these stories are too religious. But I mean, like we made the Passion of the Christ and all that. So I just I just curious if if um if there's like really famous and, and well done films based off of this stuff, like not like horrible sixties, you know, kind of things, but like something a little more modern that is good. I, I'm curious if anyone can chime in on that. If, if there's some really good like content that depicts this, that doesn't, there's definitely a movie with Karna yeah. in it. Um, and it, it looked to be a Bollywood movie. I didn't actually watch it or anything. Um, if you want to look it up really fast to yeah. see if you can get the name, I oh, the time the Times of India um, does have. Yeah, there's even a film called Karna. Um, tons of actors. That might be what I'm talking about then, because they they did a really good job. The depictions of Karna and the guy that they cast were very sure. similar. Um, While Bryant's looking that up, though, I do want to say um, I. I just realized that I only just said the Mahabharata, but um, I used a PDF that 
I downloaded. Um, and it was translated from the original Sanskrit um, by Kasari Mohan uh, Ganguly. Okay. So yeah, I just looks like to add that. There's a, a movie called Mahavir Karna, which is based on the Indian epic of the Mahabharata with a centered story to Pan Karna. So um, 2016, it looks like. Um, no news about it, though. No news. So I couldn't tell you if it's good or not. <laughs> it doesn't say anything. But uh, it, I, I really enjoy this, though. And, you know, we, we have such a Western focus, um, Greek, Roman, the Iliad, Odyssey, um, that we don't get to see these sort of things. And I, I think that this has just as much to offer in a lot of ways as those. So I'm glad we got to scratch the surface. If there's anything critical that we're missing, if you're someone who knows a lot more about it, please let us know. Uh, we'd be happy to revise and talk more about this stuff. I, I mean, there's tons of characters we could easily revisit this. I think we're going to shelve um, this specific aspect for a little while now since we've covered a lot of it, but we'll definitely come back at some point with some more stories from it. So, Cami, thank you so much for your story. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Brian. And please let us know what you think, uh, if you enjoyed the episode, if you have any recommendations for content that we should talk about. You know, mystery. We've talked about everything from Yetis to Paul Bunyan. Isn't that his name right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We talked about, we talked about a lot of stuff. So uh, let us know what you think. I'm definitely going to encourage um, Cammy and I to do a Norse episode soon. Probably I'm playing. I'm finally playing God of War Ragnarok. And that is so well done. Oh, it is so good. It, it, it's... I'm playing Diablo, oh, and Diablo it is 4. really good. Yeah, it's really good. And um, so I would like to is do something on Lilith, Lilith? Oh, soon Lilith, if yeah, we could. Okay. I was like, is it just devil? Mm-hmm. Devil myth? That's boring. Yeah, it's like the devils, but they're sure. different ones. So. Lilith episode? Yeah. All right. Well, until the Lilith episode airs, uh, please continue to join us. We try and uh, hit you bi-weekly. YouTube, uh, all your podcasting services, all that good stuff. Please like, subscribe, donate, all those things. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. We will see you next time. Oh! Oh! Oh, Brad. Lucky. <laughs>